Welcome to the Really In podcast, where no topic is off limits. My name is Izzy, and I'm the host of this podcast. In this episode, I'll be accompanied by Joe and Eli to debate whether technology and social media affects the quality of human interaction. Hi guys, and welcome to the Really In podcast. Would you like to say a few words about who you are and what you do? I'm Eli, and studying or have been studying for a degree in creative producing at East 15. And right now, I'm deferring for a year to try and uh, work on myself and try and start a business uh, in the Netherlands. I'm Joe. I live nowhere near as interesting as Eli. I'm living in West Sussex, in Chichester, and I'm here studying for acting for film. Lovely. Thank you for joining us today, guys. So I'm going to say the statement or question as you is technology affecting the quality of human face-to-face interaction what are the positives and negatives around that well i'll I'll start us off with a little positive and i i mentioned it in our little sort of pre-podcast chat but i I think it's sort of that with all of this interaction over video especially with things like my grandparents and stuff like that it's been interesting reflecting back and thinking about how much, how little I had valued all those in-person interactions and now how much I miss them. And I took so much for granted now that I just wish I had back, like being able to go into a group of people, being able to go, being able to go to a movie theater, being able to, you know, hang out with at a party, just all that sort of stuff. It's sort of when it's all gone, you forget how much it matters to your, especially as an extrovert, <laughs> it's sort of makes you realize that you you just end up being dopamine but deprived a lot of the time yeah I, I i do i totally agree with that you know social media definitely does have its positive uses i think that social media is in itself you know an amazing thing that obviously does open up so many more opportunities to people and increase accessibility to so many different things and you know new lines of communication that you wouldn't have otherwise I feel like as a whole, social media has really stunted people's abilities to be present in their surroundings. You know, obviously we're currently in the middle of a massive pandemic where things like, you know, we don't have many opportunities to be around people. You know, a lot of us are indoors all the time. But going back to when things weren't this way, you know, you'd how often would you be with your mates or with your family or in any group and you look around and you see someone on their phone. I think it's it's the norm. You know, it's so it's rare to be with a group of people, everyone present with each other in the moment and no one caring what's on their phone and no one, you know, looking at their phone for whatever reason, whether that is to be on social media or filming social media. You know when of an evening you'll sit down, you'll open up Instagram or Snapchat and you'll look at someone's story and you can literally decipher every single thing that they have done that day because (laughs) they've posted it to tell you all about it and quite frankly and these people post all of this stuff look here's what I had for breakfast I got the bus into town I met up with my friend we had coffee I went home this is this and quite frankly no one gives a shit (laughs) like at all yeah Especially because it's not documenting it. It's not like you're writing it down in a journal or something like that. It's all 
a lot of it is just kind of going out of stories and being deleted in a day. <laughs> so it's sort of like the whole point of it is just to update people and that's it. And it's nice to be able to go on and see people and stuff like that. But I've ended up muting like, like 80% of the people on Instagram and stuff like that, just because of the fact that I don't really care when, you know, my friend goes to California and visits a lemonade stand, you know, it's just like, it's, it's kind of fun, you know, like you took the bus. Great. I, but you know, especially when you're craving that kind of real human interaction, having people, you know, have these sorts of like shells and personalities that they want to prevent, uh, present on social media that totally don't match up with who they actually are. It's just kind of disingenuous and it, it, you know, makes me feel a bit ill sometimes when I go on. We've become very superficial as mm. like our generation specifically because we've grown up with it. I feel like we've become very superficial wanting to show off what we've got and yet you know like it's true we have become more superficial but only in those spaces right it's sort of like instagram and you know to a lesser extent other other apps you know a lot of people still use snapchat for their stories and stuff like that but it, those have kind of become the places where you can be a bit of a narcissist and it's kind of accepted and nobody really minds that much nobody's really gonna like take beef with you if you've posted something stupid and vapid on your story and that means that people in real life have tended at least in my experience to be a lot more down to earth and been sort of like yeah you know the me that I am on social media totally isn't me in real life and this is how I feel and this is who I am when before you know people kind of did just used to be vapid in real life (laughs) you got to get it out somehow you know but then a positive to you know social media technology it can help with like face-to-face interaction if say you were maybe dating someone and you know on tinder you were texting someone and it might help to get to know each other a little bit more and it Mm. wouldn't be as awkward maybe face-to-face it might improve the time you have face-to-face yeah so social media like it's completely unmatched in its ability to provide people with spaces to supposedly connect with people but with enough distance to not actually have to be you know like sincere and honest there's enough of a distance for you to show what you want to show and uh, you know like Eli said be a slightly different person because you know, if you're messaging, you've got the time to filter a response. I'm just going to throw in a statistic that was found. Apparently, 75% of young people report having at least one active social media page and 51% report visiting a social media site at least once daily. Now, Apple have added a new feature on iPhones, Macs, everything that tells you your screen time. Now, I think we're all guilty or feel guilty when we see that pop up and see how much we've been using it. You know, it can be quite damaging to people of our age because it means we're looking at a screen for that long. Like it it can be unhealthy for, you know, our physical health, our eyesight, everything, mental health, tiredness, you know. Yeah. Did you you see that, that tweet the other day that was popping around that was like, my day right now consists of looking at a really big screen and then taking a break to look at the very small screen just so that I can move to the medium screen. <laughs> it's just sort of like, you know, I, I literally take a break from my computer to go on my phone and take a break from the TV to go on my computer. And it's sort of like I'm realizing my whole day basically 
is oriented around the different media and the different work I do on all the different fucking screens around my house. <laughs> exactly. And when you're watching TV, you'll still be on your phone at the same time. Yeah. And and I'm I'm not a proponent proponent of like, you know, cell phone bad. We need to get rid of technology or anything like that. You know, I'm not I'm not crazy. I, I but it's sort of all of these tools also give you the tools to basically distract yourself. Mm-hmm. In the end, it's kind of it's it's not the tool's fault if if we just tempt ourselves into escapism all the time. It's essentially one big numbing coping mechanism, really, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like yeah, or you know, everything we do all day essentially its purpose is to distract us. Everyone is just so crazed and like desperate for just constant like constant gratification from something and constant engagement without actually then being engaged on one thing how often of a day do any of us just sit and not look at a screen do you think most of us will regret not sitting down with your family say your mum's sitting downstairs and she's watching tv and you know she's asked you to come watch something with her and spend time but most of us will probably sit there and still look through our phone and like you know not really take in what she's saying half the time do you think one day like we'll we'll eventually regret that sort of thing because I definitely think that I will and I try to actively not go on my phone and stuff a lot but because many things revolve around that communication with people because that's all we've got at the moment communication with people, university assignments, many things leads me to my phone. I suppose though throughout lockdown it has actually technology has actually brought us together and we're not we're probably not as lonely as we would have been if we didn't have it. <laughs> this wouldn't this wouldn't be possible without it. And I think it is it has played a very important role in actually keeping people's mental health over this lockdown or multiple lockdowns over here anyway. Yeah, you mentioned that statistic earlier of like 75% of young people maintain actively maintaining a social media page that's just the thing that's sticking in my head about that is what are the 25 percent doing we all have a friend who's been a good friend usually you meet them at school and they just don't have any social media they just straight up on anything they don't have a facebook oh can i add you on facebook no I, i have to think like are they doing something healthier these people that like the 25% who just actively don't maintain anything. You got to think, what are they, what are they doing? Like, what do you read 24 seven? Do you look at yeah. a wall? Like, are you, do you hike? Like whenever you're not sleeping? Like, <laughs> um, I just thought I'd add that's come within the, the day today um, with the whole social media topic. Um, mm. So there's been a new hashtag trending um saying hashtag delete facebook oh i have seen that hashtag boycott zuckerberg um, is this the data stuff which is the new thing um the whole reason why is because they were actually planning on blocking news on facebook for australian Ooh. people and the whole new thing is delete facebook so i don't know if that will go ahead and many people will do it <laughs> but it just shows how much it social media has a hold on us of how that is our way of communicating and staying in touch Mm. and how we're so attached to it i think it's going to be a powerful trend yeah no i mean i don't know if either of you have seen the film the social network but mark zuckerberg generally is just a bit of an asshole isn't he 
Like, <laughs> and I think we've seen that in so many different ways. People will always rely on social media for news. I There's so much that I have learned through social media that I wouldn't have seen otherwise, because of course, you know, only mainstream topics are presented in mainstream media. However, the news that you see online will always be jaded in the sense that it can be written by anyone and it's never verified. It's never fact-checked. I mean, I know that they have now put that in place, but, you know, there'll always be a mum somewhere sharing a post about how the coronavirus vaccine is going to give your kid autism because there is about every vaccine or, you know, that they're putting microchips in us so they can watch what we're all doing as if we don't have phones on us 24 7 that we're always Mm -hmm. using that you know if people wanted to watch what everyone was doing they don't need to put a microchip in you all they need to do is look at your snapchat story or your instagram and yeah what you had for breakfast that day as if your data isn't already gone you know it's like it's like if you wanted to fight this fight you you had to kind of start in 1998 yeah. You know, it's 2021. It's like all your data is gone, man. It's, <laughs> there's no other real way to put it in that. Like everybody already made a Facebook. Everybody already made yeah. an Instagram. Everybody already has complex accounts on things like YouTube and Google where they have specific. If You can look this up, actually. It's really interesting. Little. <laughs> this is kind of a fun trivia thing. There's, you can look up your Google ad profile. So uh, it's really fun. You basically go on, you enter in your Google account, your Gmail, so the thing that also tracks your YouTube and all the content you look at and the websites you click on and everything. And you can see exactly who Google thinks you are based on what you consume. It'll say, it'll have your age, it'll have where you're probably from, it'll have, and it's all public because Google's very open about this. Um, It'll have, um, like public to you, that is. Um, And then it'll have all your interests. That's the really creepy stuff because you go on there and then they'll be like you know like rugby league you're specifically interested in bath you know it's like oh <laughs> that's that's fun you know and you can you can go on and see all the little thing it probably knows that you're looking for a new microphone you know yeah. and all that kind of stuff i have done that once before and it is rather concerning because it will list interests that really if you sat there and thought about it, you probably wouldn't even think about yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you look at it and you go Oh, yeah, they're right. I am interested in that, actually. I completely <laughs> forgot. Yeah, I consume a lot of media related to that. Yeah. I do a lot to do with that. I buy a lot of products to do with, you know, like football or whatever it is. And <laughs> it's it's because the data is already out there. It's sort of like, yeah, that battle's gone. You know, <laughs> there's, no, there's no getting it back. It's already sold and, and resold and resold. So, you know, every firm in the world knows exactly who you are based on your name is crazy if you had to like sway one way and say if you do think it affects the quality of our interaction as as humans in real life would you say that it has like a huge impact or little impact what is your final thoughts so i would say yeah on literally the grandest scale that you could imagine our lives are just completely dominated by social media 100 percent all the time like no one can ever be present anymore. No, like not a hundred percent. And it's everyone, really, everyone that has a phone. You know, I'm guilty of it, but I'm also constantly like telling my mum when we sit down to watch a film. I'm like, are you you're gonna watch this? 
because she'll be on her phone scrolling through Facebook. And then even when you're with your friends, you're after something more. So then you whack out your phone for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. It's sort of, we didn't even open the can of worms that is Tinder um, and how that's completely changed, <laughs> you know, people and how dating has happened and the fact that dating is only on Tinder right now and the way that we've structured our, you know, sex life to be mechanical in how we describe ourselves on media platforms and present ourselves and then go on a date and but yeah it's just monolithic how much how much our lives have been completely changed by social media and by an extension technology it's just there's no going back you know (laughs) it'll always be the positives that keep you going back to it at the end of the day i'm one post of someone bitching about the vaccine i'm one post away from deleting everything otg off the grid off the grid and you'll never see me again yeah i'm just gonna get six solar panels in my backyard and i'll just live in a heat dome and oh grow, yes and just grow some grow some parsley and just munch on that you know i'll just <laughs> would you like to plug your socials uh i'm okay i'll i'll i don't need to plug i'm i I just enjoyed being on the show thanks i did last week but in hindsight of this argument i feel like that would be totally ironic that would be so ironic that's exactly what (laughs) anyway go to my social media (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would that would literally be so damaging of my whole argument um so no don't look for me on social media i don't exist um no i'm not having it i take back what i said last week yeah (laughs) thank you guys for coming on yeah thanks for having us no thank you it's been it's been good it's been uh you know we've had a good old chat we've had a laugh yeah better than time on my phone exactly but you're still looking at a screen yeah Yeah, that is true to be fair.